Welcome back to the Fight Talk Podcast. This is Steven Jensen. Today is Wednesday, July the 17th, 2019. I just uploaded a very similar podcast to what you're going to be hearing now, but with a different article. So this new concept that I'm, I'm doing for some of these episodes as we rapidly approach episode 200 of the show is I'm going back to find articles that I wrote for Daily DDT when I was writing for fansided.com. Um, this article that you're going to be hearing me read today was from 68 weeks ago. So it doesn't tell me the exact date that it was posted, but from 68 weeks ago. And this is titled, Top 3 Dream Matches That Daniel Bryan Has Never Had. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read you the article verbatim, and then I'll probably go back at the end and just kind of analyze to see if these matches happened, uh, if they didn't, you know, give, give you my thoughts today on what I wrote over a year ago. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Fight Talk Podcast, where we travel back in time and look at some of these old articles. All right, once again, this is titled, Top 3 Dream Matches That Daniel Bryan Has Never Had. Here we go. March 20th, 2018 will go down in history in the world of professional wrestling because it's the day that Daniel Bryan was officially cleared to return to in-ring competition for the WWE. Daniel Bryan not only told the fans that he was ready to come back, he also proved it at the end of SmackDown when he was attacked by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Bryan blew away even my own expectations by delivering most of his signature moves but also selling a massive beatdown. He even took a powerbomb on the ring apron, which really shows me that Daniel Bryan is back and his health is nothing to be worried about. All signs are pointing to a tag team match at WrestleMania with Bryan teaming up with Shane McMahon to take on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But what do we have to look forward to after? These are my top three matches that are now possible for Daniel Bryan and individuals that he's never wrestled against in the company. First, I have Kurt Angle. Angle vs. Bryan is a matchup that fans have always wanted but never thought would be possible. This match has the potential to be fantastic based on their in-ring styles. Add to that the long history of both, their characters, and the fact that they're both currently the GMs of Raw and SmackDown, and you have a recipe for an instant classic. Angle and Bryan are actually in fairly similar positions. At one point not too long ago, Angle was not cleared to compete in a WWE ring. All that changed in 2017 when he wrestled multiple times in matches that were pretty darn good. Since Angle is scheduled to wrestle at Mania again this year, there's no reason to believe that him vs. Bryan isn't a total possibility in 2018. There is an obvious built-in storyline with both being general managers of their respective brands, but this match could be amazing with or without that. Imagine how awesome it would be to see all those suplexes, reversals, submission attempts, top rope dives, and false finishes in this match. This could be one of the most technically sound matches we've ever seen. The only downside whatsoever is the fact that Angle is on his downslope in his career while Brian could very well be in his prime, but it's hard to know for sure until we actually see his next match. If it were up to me, the finish would see Brian reverse an ankle lock into a yes lock for the submission victory to solidify him as the top grappler on the current main roster. Alright, next I have Shinsuke Nakamura. Years ago, before his recent retirement, Daniel Bryan was asked who his top dream opponent was. His answer? 
Shinsuke Nakamura. At the time that Daniel Bryan said that he wanted to wrestle Nakamura, Bryan was the WWE Intercontinental Champion. Meanwhile, in Japan, Nakamura was on his legendary NJPW run and in the middle of a historic reign as IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Some of Bryan's best matches in his career were against high-level strikers. I highly recommend checking out some of his matches against Kenta, also known as Hideo Tommy, from before they were in WWE. I use Hitami as a reference point because I think that Nakamura is currently way more entertaining than Hideo in the ring and as a character. There is so much these two can do together and words can't really do my thoughts justice. I would build the match around the fact that both guys use knee strikes that nobody is capable of kicking out of. The striking exchanges would be more intense than any we've probably seen previously in the WWE. I'm talking legitimate strong style. If it was up to me, I would wait until next year at WrestleMania to do a showdown between Bryan and Nakamura. Similar to Nakamura vs AJ Styles at this year's event, I don't know who I would want to win, and honestly, it probably doesn't matter, because they're some of the best performers in the world. I'll say that Nakamura pins Bryan via Kinshasa in their first matchup, which could then lead to a series of matches between the two. Alright, and third I have Brock Lesnar. Daniel Bryan vs. Brock Lesnar is a match that Bryan has wanted for a long time. This is also a match that we thought was going to happen four years ago when Bryan was WWE Champion and Brock had just defeated The Undertaker's WrestleMania streak. When WrestleMania 30 ended, I was convinced that the main event of that year's SummerSlam was going to be Brock vs. Bryan for the WWE title. At the time, Brock didn't seem unbeatable since returning to the WWE from the UFC as he had lost to Triple H and John Cena prior to his monumental victory over The Undertaker. Bryan had just been given, quote-unquote, the ball as the top babyface in all of WWE. Obviously, Bryan was unable to compete at SummerSlam, and what we got instead was Lesnar vs. John Cena that most fans remember from being the most one-sided beating of Cena in his illustrious career. Bryan vs. Brock is the ultimate story of David vs. Goliath and is even more interesting now than it was all those years ago. I say this because Lesnar has become the most unstoppable superstar in WWE history, which makes Bryan even more of an underdog. It would be incredible to watch Lesnar throw Bryan around the ring like a ragdoll for the majority of the match, but then we could see Bryan use his brain and his speed to outsmart Brock and hit him with his own unique offense. If it was up to me, Roman Reigns would not defeat Brock Lesnar this year at WrestleMania. I would have WWE swerve the fans and have Lesnar retain so that we could see Lesnar vs. Bryan for the Universal Championship. I would have Bryan defeat Lesnar clean on Lesnar's way back to the UFC. Daniel Bryan had to miss years of his career due to injury and a huge win over Brock puts him right back to where he was before he was forced into retirement. If Bryan is truly good to go, then I say go all the way with him. Alright, so that was the article and let's go back and analyze a little bit of this. So my first choice here, first Kurt Angle, that match never happened. Uh, never happened on WWE TV, so, you know, a lot of factors there. Uh, Kurt Angle really kind of became a shell of his former self towards the end of his in-ring run. Of course, he's retired now after losing to Baron Corbin at this year's WrestleMania. And it's unfortunate we never got to see this match, you know. Just something where it's a dream match that, I mean, maybe I guess it could technically happens since both guys you know are still alive but it's like 
do you really want it to happen at this point? You know, Angle, Angle in my opinion, just really didn't look very good uh, his last handful of matches uh, for his career. And, you know, it's just sad. And it's not really Angle's fault that we didn't get this match. And it's not really Daniel Bryan's fault. Like, Bryan was forced into a retirement. And during that time frame, you know, maybe we could have seen this match, but this one never happened. Um, and then we got Shinsuke Nakamura. This match did happen, uh, but... It, it didn't really matter so much. I, I know it happened on SmackDown. I don't know how many times it's happened at this point, but it just wasn't that big of a deal, unfortunately. You know, now that Nakamura is the current Intercontinental Champion, and it seems to, to be like his, his uh you know, trajectory is back on the upswing. Looks like he's getting another push as a singles performer, which I, I personally love. I, I'm a huge fan of Shinsuke Nakamura still. Maybe they could build Nakamura to a point of, of this kind of match being a big deal. And same with Daniel Bryan. You know, he was, you know, the WWE champion for quite a while before losing it to Kofi Kingston at this year's WrestleMania. And then he pretty much immediately won the tag team belts with, with Rowan. Uh, but they recently lost those at Extreme Rules. So maybe they can build to an Intercontinental Championship match between Nakamura and Daniel Bryan. Although both are technically heels right now. So I don't know if that would make sense. Or, you know... I don't know. I, I still feel like they could have some really great matches against each other, but unfortunately the entire idea has, has been devalued at this point. And then last we have Brock Lesnar, and this is a match that did happen as well. Um, this happened, uh, I can't remember what pay-per-view it was. Let me look that up real quick. Daniel Bryan, I want to say it was SummerSlam, but I could be wrong. First Brock Lesnar, uh, Survivor Series, sorry. So Survivor Series 2018, uh, and this was... Basically, the storyline for that one was that Daniel Bryan won the title from AJ Styles like that week. They were going to do a Styles versus Lesnar rematch. Daniel Bryan had just turned heel and won the title, so it was kind of strange because it was a heel versus heel match with Daniel Bryan being a heel as well as Brock Lesnar. But the match itself I thought was really, really good. I really enjoyed Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series 2018. So this one pretty much did live up to the hype. Uh... I think there may have been kind of an added bonus if Daniel Bryan was a babyface in this match. So it would have been, I think people would have been even more behind him. But this is still a match that I'd love to see a rematch of. I really want to see the two of them square off one-on-one again with maybe clearer lines divided between who the good guy and the bad guy is. As, you know, it makes way more sense for Daniel Bryan to be considered the babyface in this scenario because of the obvious size difference. But... You know, it is a match that we wound up getting, but under kind of weird circumstances. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was my article once again that was titled Top 3 Dream Matches That Daniel Bryan Has Never Had. That's available at DailyDDT.com, which is a part of Fansided, so you can find that article. Uh, if you jump on Fansided, just search my name at the top. Just type in Steven Jensen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-J-E-N-S-E-N. You can find all the articles that I wrote for them. Uh, I might do more of these in the future. I know I've got at least one or two more I'm going to do today right after I record this as we once again rapidly approach episode 200, which I'm hoping to record tomorrow with my very special guest that I keep hyping up. Uh, But, you know, make sure to give me a follow on Twitter at FightTalk underscore to stay up to date with all the stuff that I do. That's Twitter at F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Make sure to download episodes that you like. Make sure to give me a five-star rating or whatever the best rating available on your platform is, a good review. 
It costs you nothing. It takes no time at all, and it helps me out a ton. Also, if you want to check out my current pro wrestling articles, they're available at SoberosNetwork.com. I write there sparingly just about stuff that you know I feel passionate about. Uh, you can check out my Twitch at twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. My merchandise is available at whatamaneuver.net. My Fightful Select Weekender podcast is every single Saturday at fightfulselect.com. I do a rundown of all the major stuff going on outside of the WWE every single week over there at Fightful. And of course, make sure to check out our stuff at MMA on Point. I run the social media, so give us a follow on all the platforms. Instagram at MMA on Point, Twitter at On Point MMA. Our website is MMAonPoint.com. Then of course, the YouTube channel itself, just search MMA on Point. And I do video editing for them. I've wrote some of the lists over there. And I'm heavily involved in it. It's something that I really hope you would support. If you're a fan of mixed martial arts, I honestly think we put the best the best overall MMA content on the entire internet is available through MMA on Point. And I strongly and honestly believe that. So go ahead and support MMA on Point. And while I'm talking about supporting things, make sure to support the fine sponsors of the Fight Talk podcast, starting with WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com is a place to be for all fantasy pick and contest professional wrestling. We have SummerSlam, AEW All Out, and NXT Toronto coming up very soon. There's going to be a ton of prizes, a ton of cash on the line. So jump on there, WrestleRumble.com, play the contest, win awesome prizes just for being a fan of professional wrestling. It's the best. I love WrestleRumble. Give them a follow on Twitter as well, at WrestleRumble, to stay up to date with all their contests so you don't miss out on anything. Also, shout out to Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends has the best pro wrestling memorabilia you can find autographs dvds old programs action figures anything you can think of they're the place to go for all that kind of stuff they're run by nice people and they will give you a fair price make sure to follow them on social media at hl pro wrestling and also shout out to my brother brian jensen brian is a professional boxing coach he's a corner man he's a personal trainer he helps with parkinson's foundations He's a great dude who can help you reach your goals, whether you're just looking to throw hands, get in better shape, you know, lose weight, actually compete professionally, whatever it is, whether it's boxing, kickboxing, MMA, whatever, Brian's your guy. Hit him up on Instagram, give him a follow at BoxingATL, that's B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. Shoot him a message. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, he can help you in person. If you're not anywhere near Atlanta, whether you're in the United States or any other country in the world, he can help you remotely. Just once again, follow him on Instagram at BoxingATL. Shoot him a message. Reach your goals. Get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Hit up Brian Jensen right now. All right, guys. Like I mentioned, we are quickly approaching the special episode 200. And that's why you're hearing so much content on this feed. All these throwback episodes. All these going back and looking at all old articles and all this kind of stuff. So I hope you're enjoying all of this. And Stick tight because I have more of these coming today, so I'll be back very, very soon.